This episode goes out to all the women in charge at home. If you are the default parent and are running a business, this is the episode for you. And don't tune out if you aren't a parent or you're not running a business. There is still good stuff in here, but this episode was definitely inspired by especially my moms who are running businesses with kids who are about to hit or already on summer break, because that's what we're talking about today, how you can make summer break work for you this summer. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Welcome to the Productivity Shift Podcast, the only podcast for women in charge who feel overwhelmed with all they have to do. Whether you own your own business or lead a team or take care of your family or all of the above, this is the podcast for you. Choose how to spend your time so you can make progress on what matters most to your life and business. I am your host, Elise Enriquez, a certified life coach, productivity dork, and the creator of the GIST program that helps you get your shit together. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey, shifters. You know what? I actually got a bit of a sunburn on my forehead this weekend. It wasn't bad. It was one of those partly cloudy days in central Washington that got me. You see, I live in Seattle, which is in western Washington. It's the rainy area of the state. And summer apparently doesn't start here until like July 5th. Somehow the rain finally starts tapering off after the last firework goes off. Well, I was in central Washington for a concert at the Gorge Amphitheater. Now, central Washington is a more more like a desert. They have true four seasons and they get awesome sunshine all year round, even in the winter. So anyway, the Gorge Amphitheater is an outdoor concert venue. And if you are an old school Gorge concert goer like I am, you want lawn seating, which means you have to go wait in line so you can run in and throw your blanket down and grab good seats. Well, I was in denial about the sun on this partly cloudy day in central Washington, even though I grew up there, right? And even though I knew that we were in this entirely different different climate, I just thought, I don't need sunblock. I actually took the sunblock out of my bag right before we started walking to the gates to wait in line. And we waited in line for literally hours. But it's kind of cool. You're sitting around on lawn chairs and blankets and having drinks and chatting with people. So it's, it's totally fine, you know, playing cards and whatnot. But still, we waited in line for a long time. So hours later, I am settled into my lawn chair now at the concert and having a nice cold beverage, excited for the show to start. And when my bestie meets up with us, she said, ooh, looks like you got a little sun. <laughs> and sure enough, the next morning, I looked into the mirror and saw a bright red forehead beaming back at me. It was, it might as well flash like a siren. So the funny thing is, or the interesting thing is, is I am not the only one that has been in denial about summer. You see, I take teams through the GIST program. And for those of you who don't know, GIST stands for Get Your Shit Together. And it's my productivity coaching program where I help people build systems to take back their time so they can use it for what matters most to them. So individuals can join my GIST community and do all of that work. But I also have team leaders who hire me to bring their teams through the program so they can create a different culture around productivity at work. So I was working with one of those teams just a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about making your calendar a reflection of your reality. This is a really important core concept that we talk about in GIST and in the GIST community. So I explain how this isn't just about putting meetings and appointments on your calendar. It's about putting all of your time commitments on there. And I reminded that 
then those commitments can shift during the summer because kids are out of school. So if they have kids who are in school, especially if they have kids in school or, you know, who don't drive and stuff, everything kind of changes in the summertime. So one of the team leaders, as I was saying, it just started laughing. And it's, it's so fun. This is my favorite thing to do when I'm teaching is to, is to watch people's faces as I'm talking because I can be like, hey, what was that about? So I asked her, what's up? And she said, oh, I am in denial about summer break. <laughs> so had I already had my Gorge concert experience, I would have said to her, hey, if you stay in denial, you're going to get burned. Like, trust me, just look at my forehead. And it's the kind of burn that you don't realize is happening, just like what happened to me. Like it's overcast, it's breezy, it doesn't feel hot. And so you don't realize you're getting baked until you're baked, right? Like until your your forehead is burned. So let me say this to you loud and clear. And I do hate to break it to you if this is going to stress you out, but summer break really is coming. And heck, for some of you, it is already here. For some of you, it's a couple of weeks away. For some of you, it's a mix of both. Of both. And this can mean kids at home that you are going to have to somehow keep occupied and support kids at camps that you're going to have to transport to all these events and things like that. And that'll be different from the schedule that you were following for school and daycare and all those other things. There's vacations that you have coming up, whether they're on your own or vacations with kids. It's wanting to be out in the sun. I have a client who changes her schedule because of the wakeboarding she loves to do and wake surfing she loves to do. So she changes it so that her appointments are all in the morning so she can have the afternoons to enjoy the river with her boat. So for some people, this is summer is a really busy time of the year. And for others, like I work for a CPA firm. Well, I'm a, I'm a coach, a productivity coach for, for a CPA firm. So for a leader of a CPA firm and his team. And this is a quieter time of the year. Yes, they have a deadline in July, but it's not as busy as the, as the spring and fall season is for their business. And sometimes the quieter time of the year can be hard in terms of getting things done. Um, and other times it allows them to catch up on things. So it's just a matter of how you're approaching it. So I want you to think for a second, like, what is it that you are facing that's going to be different because you're about to roll into summer? So I'm, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to share three things you can do to make your summer break a breeze. Do you feel like you're juggling too much? And while you're pulling it all off on the surface, behind the scenes, you're exhausted, frustrated, and stressed out. There are a couple of reasons this is happening. And when we can figure out what the cause is, what those reasons are, then we can find a solution. And this is exactly what we'll be doing in the What's Your Problem workshop on June 28th. Yes, it's called What's Your Problem because I am sassy like that. So this is an absolutely free interactive workshop that I'm hosting just for you. So if you are ready to figure out what your problem is so you can start working on a solution, then head on over to eliseenriquez.com forward slash problem to sign up. Okay, back to the episode. Hopefully I've gotten you to a point of acceptance about summer break. You are no longer in denial. You're accepting that summer break is coming. Ah, so what do you actually do about it, <laughs> right? So there's awareness, there's acceptance, there's let's have a little appreciation for the fact that summer's coming, how great that is. And now let's talk about the action that you need to get into. So here's three things I really want you to consider and be thinking about right now. First and foremost, the most important thing you can be doing is to create a vision for your summer. So what do you actually want your summer to look like? I find that it can be helpful to actually just like scroll through the calendar or even print out a calendar or if you have a calendar on your wall, stand in front of it and take a look at it. 
and think about what's coming up. Like I said, it might be vacations. It might be, you know, camps for the kids. It might be sleepaway camp versus day camp, right? There might be celebrations coming like, of course, like the 4th of July or anything else that you're doing. My birthday, my wife's birthday and my anniversary. They are all within a three day or excuse me, a nine day range in July, right? So what do you want those celebrations to look like? What do you want your time off to look like? Do you want to take extra time off, right? Is there anything you need to cut out? Is there anything that you can stop doing over the summer to give yourself a little wiggle room if you want more time? And as you're thinking about what you want your summer to look like, think about who can help you with some of this stuff. So that's first is really get a vision for what you want your summer to look like. And like I said, taking a look at your calendar can be a helpful way to do this because often, if nothing else, people at least have important events in their calendar, important appointments, important events, important events, and things like that. Number two, what I want you to do is think about who do I need to communicate this vision to? Who is it that needs to buy in on this? And who is it that's going to need to support me on some of this? Whether that is a babysitter, a nanny, um, your boss, your, your coworkers, your clients, you know, your spouse, your team, whoever it might be, what parts of your vision do you need to communicate and to whom to make sure that you can actually pull this off? So first, what's your vision? So get some clarity on what you want your summer to look like. Communicate that clarity to who matters most. And finally, what systems do you need to put in place to support this vision? If nothing else, it really is your calendar. If nothing else, just start there. Are you going to be driving kids around more? Are you going to be making more meals? Like all of a sudden you're having to make lunches at a specific time in the middle of your day because or snacks because the the kids are hungry. Like I want you to be realistic about your time and actually get those things booked as appointments in your calendar. The reality is if your kid needs to eat and they're not old enough to make their own lunch, you are going to be making lunch. So generally, when is that going to happen? And get that in your calendar. And generally, you know, how long is that going to take? And get that in your calendar. Uh, So be thinking about all of the stuff. You know, are you going to be driving kids to camps? Are you going to be, you know, taking time off and you have vacation you need to book? Is there a a day you want to prep to wrap things up before you go on vacation? And is there a day you want to come back to ramp up from vacation? So think about what you really want to have happen and make sure that your calendar reflects the reality of what you're trying to achieve. And that sounds a little bit... (laughs) contradictory, I'm realizing to say, uh, make sure your calendar reflects the reality of something that hasn't happened yet. But what I'm saying is, is make sure your calendar reflects the reality of what really must happen, as well as being able to map out a vision for what you want. Another part of systems you can put in place to support this is just your task list. Uh, I'm assuming you have some sort of task list in place, whether it's on paper, hopefully it's not, and hopefully I can help you get into something else that's going to support you better than a paper list, but whatever it is, set more realistic due dates. Take things off your list right now. You don't have to do it all. You've never had to do it all. What is stuff that you can remove from your list so that you can be more realistic about your time to support the summer that you want to have? So again, what do you want your summer to look like? Get clarity on that. Communicate that clarity to who matters most and then get systems in place to support you with this. So here in this productivity shift world, we look at productivity in a different way. It's really about making progress on what matters most to you while still remaining present to the people, experiences, and opportunities that fulfill you. In other words, you get to decide what you want your summer to look like. You need to to communicate that to who matters most. 
And any systems you have in place should support you in making that happen. So remember that team leader I was talking about earlier who was who said who said she said she was in denial about summer. I knew she really wasn't. She was obviously thinking about it. But anyway, I caught up with her recently and she said, I actually took your advice to heart and I went into my calendar and mapped out the reality of my summer and I'm feeling much better about it now. Okay, now the funny thing is, (laughs) is that she said she continued to say, and of course, Things have already shifted since she did that, right? So she got it all mapped out and suddenly, you know, her son had two more baseball teams that were, or two more baseball games that were going to happen that weren't originally planned. And that's okay because she was able to consciously move things around knowing that the impact that those moves were going to have because she had everything in one place. So do yourself a favor, get clear on what you want your summer to look like, loop in the people who need to get on board with your vision and set up systems to support you in making it happen. And if you need help on getting clear on this, then join us for the What's Your Problem workshop on June 28th. This isn't a presentation. This is an actual interactive workshop and it's live. I will be there teaching live where you're going to learn, you're going to identify next steps, and you're going to have time to ask me anything you want that will help you move forward. I hope to see you there. Okay, that is all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, keep making progress on what matters most to you. Thank you for listening to The Productivity Shift. If you're ready to work with a group of badass women in business to get your shit together and choose how to spend your time, then the GIST community could be the perfect place for you. I'll be opening up enrollment again soon. So head on over to aliceenriquez.com forward slash GIST. That's aliceenriquez.com forward slash G-Y-S-T to learn more about the GIST community and to submit your application to join us. Hey, everybody, you did it. You made it to the credits section of this podcast. (laughs) The Productivity Shift is lovingly created by me, Elise Enriquez, and it would not make it out into the world on time every week without the support of Rachel Sonia. She is our producer and makes sure that everything happens on time and gets delivered beautifully to your ears every single week.